Jay. Jay. <laughs> I know what this is. You know what this is. I know what this is. It's the start of our weekly chat cast. That's great. Has anybody ever called it a chat cast? I don't think so. Should they? A chatty, maybe. A ch- some chatty Kathy did at one point. Maybe. We talked about dogs last week and uh, the rules about if your kids don't take care of the pet that you've said, you better take care of this pet. Yep. In your life now, you're in the ideal situation, right, with pets? Me, not having any. But you have a grand A grand dogger, which is great. Hop him up on pig's ears and send him on his way. <laughs> Just like you do with a grandchild. It's true. Okay, well, we're going to dig into uh, <laughs> the right or wrong thing to do when it comes to... Um, Returning that pet as a lesson. We'll talk some other fun stuff too, but we appreciate that you've taken us along for your ride, you guys. Thank you very much for listening to this Morning's Rock podcast. Groove a bit. This is the Morning's Rock podcast from show 97.7. Hey, Jane Sharon. Love the show. Listen every day. Wondering if you guys can answer a question for me. Would I be an a-hole if I take my kid's puppy back to the breeder because they aren't taking care of her? My wife thinks I totally would be, but I warned them before we got the dog, they'd have to take care of it. And I'm tired being the one who does all the work. Hmm. Show rocks from Rick, disgruntled dog daddy. Nice alliteration, buddy. I think yes is the answer. Your wife is right. Yeah? Yeah, totally. Because you you didn't just get the dog for the kids. Because if that's the case, then you know your kids and they weren't going to do it. So it's kind of your fault. So it's a parenting thing for you. Totally. Okay. Can't. How are they supposed to know how to deal with the dog? They have to be taught how to take care of a dog, especially if it's a puppy. So how long do you give the kids to learn to 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 start doing what it is that was expected of them? Well, I think the lifetime of the dog, or just like a year or six months. Well, I don't think that you. Uh, well, we could dive deep. Like I think you have to. Be, prepare your children. If that's if your expectation is that they're going to do all the work, then you have to prepare them to do all the work. So however long that takes per, before you get the dog, right. even it's not the dog's fault. So you're going to bring the dog back to the breeder, and you know what? Side order to that is that if you take him back to a breeder, chances are it's going to find a home. But right, the question is, is he an a hole for for doing it? Well, maybe a hole is a strong word, but yes. <laughs> hey guys, this is for Rick this morning. My wife and sons. 14 and 10. Your wife's 14. No, never mind. <laughs> My son's 14 and 10 wanted a dog. My wife said it would teach them responsibility and stuff. Eventually, I caved in and I agreed to get the dog. The agreement was the three of them would be solely responsible and I would just pay for the expenses. Had the dog five months. Long story short, they blew it. Never fed the dog on time. Never walked at it. I'd ask if they walked the dog. I'd get a blank stare. So I gave the dog to my in-laws who love her. My wife and kids are furious. Demand that I get the dog back. I am ready to die on this hill. You are not alone, Rick. I'm with you. There has to be consequence. There would be a timeline, and there would be a, the, there would be a certain amount of warnings, and then there would be like I, I warned my kid about our dogs. You don't pick up after the dog. You don't pick up when they crap. You don't pick up when they crap. So what I did was is that a warning or a statement? Was both. Mm. It was both. I'm like, if you don't, something drastic's going to happen. So what happened was my son came home from school. And you know smile cookies from Tim Hortons? Yes. You know what they look like? His screensaver in the computer room was a big smiley face. But he kept looking at it and looking at it and looking at it. He's like, that looks like my pillow. Oh, that's two eyeballs of poop. 
and someone used frosting to make a smiley face. So that's what I did to show him that he needs to pick up after the dog. I made a smiley face cookie of dog crap on his pillow. Hmm. Interesting. You know what he started doing? Picking up after Sleeping the dog. in your bed? Picking up after the dog. Putting things where you didn't think they were going to be things? No, I think we totally agree on this one. I think there <laughs> needs to be, I think so often kids get coddled and there's no, yeah. there's no consequence. So literally, I'm with you. If you if you give your if you give your family six months to take care of a dog and they don't take care of it, get rid of the dog. Boom, cut that cord. I don't agree with you. That's good because it's boring. You agree when, with boor- Rick? It's boring when we agree. Eleven ninety seven seven. You can call. We've also got Sound Off Montreal, the new rant line five one four or shout out line if you want to five one four nine three one five three seven three. The Sound Off line. Based on an email we got over the weekend, we're asking when your kids don't take care of the dog that they begged for, and it's been like six months of you doing all the work, is it okay to take that dog back or give it away? I say yes. Actions have to have consequences, especially especially for kids. Sharon, on the other hand, thinks that returning a dog is just plain bad parenting. Well, it has to get back to that. You can't just say, okay, kids, we're getting a dog, and you're going to take care of the dog, and that's how it's going to work. And if you don't take care of the dog, we're going to take the dog back. How are how are kids supposed to know how to take care of dogs unless you teach them exactly what your expectations are? And then, once they've failed those, right. then you sort of have to figure so, stuff out. But it's not fair to the pet, ultimately, and it's a weird lesson to the kids. I hi, think. guys. Love the show. While I agree with Jay that there should be consequences, what kind of message is it sending by getting rid of the dog? I've been in animal rescue for over 20 years, and too many animals pay the price... For bad parenting. An animal is a lifelong commitment. Yep. Christine is the same way. She says uh, she doesn't agree. I think that if you know your family's going to blow it, don't get a pet. It's not fair to that animal. You either know your kids are not responsible or you don't get one or you uh, know right <laughs> You know right from the gecko. Okay, so she said maybe get a gecko because she apologized later for talking into her phone. Uh, no matter what happens, you will be responsible for that animal, no matter what. Never get a gecko. Why? There's, there's so much work. All they do is run around. They're just way too active. Prepare you for kids. Get the gecko first. <laughs> so my hubby and the kids wanted a dog. I said, no, I'll be the one doing everything. Guess what? Doing it all. Take that dog back now before it gets too late. Two years and I'm still doing all the work. You know what I've seen happen too is um, dad, specifically a couple buddies of mine, went through this whole thing of the rigmarole. The kids wanted the dog. His wife wanted the dog. They got a, a small dog, a cute dog, like a Palm or a Yorkie, and they completely dropped the ball, did not take care of the dog at all. He inherited the responsibility, fell in love with the dog. Of course. And now the dog is just literally his dog, essentially. But he still lords it over the family. It's like, well, like you took care of it. So then you get 15 years of rubbing it in your family's face, which is also good. You've got to find your joy where you can find your joy. <laughs> Wherever it sparks. You got to. I think you got to prioritize certainly the pet because it's not fair to them. They didn't ask for it. Yeah. Uh, and definitely the kids. Teach them how to do what you're expecting them to do. Don't just say, well, you got to do this. That's pretty old school. Sure. And communication is key. So the number one question asked online for should I get my family a dog? The number one answer is to the question, is a dog really something my family needs? Their answer is, along with the begging comes the promises. I'll look after the dog. I'll walk the dog. I'll groom them. I'll feed them. I'll do everything. You won't have to do a thing. But you have to ask yourself if getting a dog at that moment is what your family really needs or if it rocks the family balance. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because it is a, a huge responsibility. It's super rewarding because they're so nice and lovey. 
Uh, but it's a lot of work, especially if you're getting a puppy. Yeah. That's like it's like a baby, obviously. Um, and you, you find yourself standing outside at 430 in the morning going, what is happening? You know, before this you have a job, before you have a job that requires that you be up earlier than that. Let's finish um, with this text. Dogs have owners. Cats have staff. That's true. It is very true. Either way, you got to be responsible. Get your day started with Jay, Sharon, and Chantal. Show 97.7. It's National Hug a Plumber Day today, Sharon. Oh, isn't that nice? In honor of said splunkers. <laughs> splunkers. A drainage pipe company surveyed them and asked them to reveal the strangest things they've caught being flushed down a toilet. Because, you know, obviously you try and get stuff out yourself, but then you gotta you got to call the pros. You got to come in and take care of it. This list is rather extensive. Some of it makes sense. Some of it, what's Does wrong not. with you people? Unreal. Legos. That feels normal. A lot of this stuff is your kids are stuffing stuff down there. Legos, right? you, you picture a toddler marching up to something that's at their waist level, and they go, bloop, and drop it in. See what happens. Meanwhile, sex toys is on the list. Just so you know, don't wash them in there. <laughs> there's, but, other, there's other ways you can sure wash them. Make sure they're dishwasher safe. <laughs> Teeth. <laughs> Teeth. Not specified whether they were real or fake, but you oh, got to wow. think uh, like a, a person that, you know, an older person or someone that wears dentures or plays hockey, you're taking it out and it's, oh, oopsie. Right? Mm-hmm. Turkey bones and Brussels sprouts. Together? Yes. Wow. That makes me makes me feel, feel like someone was getting rid of leftovers. Yes. Have you ever? I can feel that. Have you ever taken like grease from like bacon grease and poured it down the toilet? No, actually. I, I wait till it hardens so it looks awful on the counter in a bowl, mm-hmm. and then I scoop it into the garbage. Right. By garbage, you mean food waste? The garbage bag. Yeah, food waste. Or do you put your food waste and garbage together? I don't know the rules on the oh, island. food waste like compost? Yeah, like the compost. Isn't it a compostable thing? I don't know if grease is compostable. I think it is. Well, that changes I think, everything. I think that you're a crime against nature. Okay. <laughs> Bacon grease. <laughs> Compostable. Enter. No. So I'm doing the right thing. You are. Again. You're a. You're a <laughs> hero. Don't put bacon grease or any other animal product in your compost. Okay, good. Contains dangerous pathogens. Dangerous pathogens. Attract predatory animals. It's true. Thought, it's so delicious. I, dude, I put. I put all kinds of animal products in my in my compost. But don't you have the paper bags that go in your compost bin that outline what you are allowed to compost? You mean, does it have, like, a diagram on it? Well, it has a list. I don't know, dude. I get them at Dollarama. Dude, bro. A pipe stuck inside another pipe. That's weird. It's something that somebody found. Now we're getting up there. Uh, this was this is my absolute favorite. One plumber had to go to someone's house who was trying to stuff a two-man tent in a sleeping bag. I don't even get that. I don't know. You, you thought you could go camping in China? Where did you, where did you think it was going? <laughs> I don't know. I'll get it on the other side, though. Either that, or it's like, when the mushrooms kick in? <laughs> we got to get rid of the camping equipment, bro. No. <laughs> what do we do? Happy Hug a Plumber Day. Today was National Hug a Plumber Day. Said plumbers, this doesn't make up for what you did in there. <laughs> it's Mornings Rock with Jay, Sharon, and Chantel. It's a show by children for children. <laughs> Dome 977. There is no such thing as normal. Nope. No, 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 no,
Let's start with the popcorn one. Eleven ninety-seven-seven from Brad. Mm-hmm. Morning, Jane Sharon. When I used to eat popcorn at the movies, I always waited for the movie to start. Yeah. So for me, that is normal. I'm with Brad on that one. I try to wait too. Sometimes it's hard. Pop- popcorn is one of those foods that I eat like I've never seen food before. Mm-hmm. So if I start, there's no stopping. It's, it's a sight. Um, so I would say that's normal. Wait till the movie starts. So much like, and um, if, if you listen to the show all the time, number one, thank you. Number two, yeah. you more than likely heard me talking about having my nachos re-cheesed. Yes. It's when I've, I've eaten all the toppings off. There's still a ton of nachos left. I send them back and get more, more toppings put on. Yeah. Please kind of do the same thing with popcorn because I ask for layered butter, but it's never usually enough. Right. So once I get to that quarter to half left, I'll go back and get myself a rebutter. But I start eating the popcorn as soon as I sit down because I find if I wait, it's too cold. Ah. Right? Either that or what I'm going to do is try and time it so I'm just watching and then the trailers start and I skip the trailers and get my popcorn. Right. Because it's usually 10 minutes of trailers. Who are we kidding? And it's not even just trailers. There's also the commercials that they added now too. There's a lot going on. They should give us free popcorn for sitting through everything we have to. Yeah, because we're already paying for the commercials. We're paying for the right to watch your commercials. But the good thing is the snack bar snacks are so reasonably priced. Oh, that's true. (laughs) (laughs) You know what I mean? I don't feel like I was assaulted or anything like that after I used my Interac. God, no kidding. So we are, we differ on that then. We do. So either way, it's normal or nope, and it's fine. From 11.97.7, I do wash towels and sheets with other clothes. That's why they're all gray and ugly. <laughs> <laughs> Mom separated everything, and everything stayed beautiful. <laughs> I used to work in a hotel laundry, and it was capital punishment to put the wrong prescription of bleach, fabric mm. softener, and soap when washing sheets or towels. Total apocalypse mixing the two. Wow. I do not do the towels with the rest of the, the, rest of the laundry. The I towels pre- get yeah. their own... Well, they also soak up a lot of the stuff, I find. You mean the stuff from the body or the stuff from the soap? Uh, stuff from the soap. Okay. So they it's almost like they take too much attention away from the clothes getting clean. Right. So I prefer to wash the towels separate from the clothes. Mm-hmm. So I would say that that's normal. Yeah. And I run, I run a three large towel rotation, so I make sure that everything's going to get done at the exact same time. I don't doubt you have I, a rotation I, I, schedule. I, OCD's fun. I've got the I got the, the towel that sits in the top rack. Yeah. And I've got the towel that sits around the corner that goes on the floor with the bath mat on top. Then I've got the towel that just sits beside the sink that I used on the regular. Then they rotate. So the good towel comes in. The other one goes to the laundry. Once we've got two dirty, towel three goes in with the other two and they get washed. Probably Does Sherry maintain the same schedule? Of laundry? Of, of your system of towel. No, she has strange. her own bathroom, so. No, I know that, but does she do? The same schedule? Yeah, does she have a towel under her bath mat? I, uh, I'm, I don't, I'm curious I don't about think that. so. I don't think my wife is quite as fastidious about that stuff as I am. So what's the deal with the towel under the bath mat? Because my shower is a glass shower, mm-hmm. and there's a big opening, and mm-hmm. it tends to get all over the floor and runs underneath the door as well. Like, I make a, I make a giant mess. Oh. I'm, I'm very active in the shower. <laughs> Again, I got, I got not the, surprised. I got the tunes going. <laughs> I'm going to Lufatown. It's a party. It's just a party. So we still have for you the opportunity to party with 250 bucks, or you know, do it however you want to do. Whatever tours your beanie, darling. Your $250 Power Hour song is Summer of '69 with Brian Adams. 
It Is hasn't it played be next? yet. It might be next. Could it be two songs away? It might be two songs Only away. Only we know. <laughs> the power hour. That's the power. Show. Susie took us down another level, and I appreciate that. I love levels. Bath towels get washed by themselves. Kitchen tea towels and hand towels washed by themselves. Hairs we don't want in the kitchen stuff. That's the truth. I don't... Really? That's hair, an issue? Hair in the kitchen stuff? But don't they get separated? Like, that's the whole idea behind the washing machine. I do it all together, and I don't think I've ever taken out a dishcloth and went, oh, right, something from the pubic family. <laughs> that's never happened. <laughs> never heard of them. Um, so... Are you are you for washing your towels with your clothes? Is that what you're saying? The tea towels? No, no. What I'm saying, what she's saying is her two separate types of towels get washed together. Okay. Washed separately. What I'm saying is I wash all my towels together. So that is kitchen towels okay. and bath towels. Right. Because I don't see them really being a difference. But clearly Susie's concerned about the two worlds colliding. I could, yeah. Well, I, th- I guess if you don't want hairs in the kitchen stuff, you're not going to wash your tea towels with anything other than themselves. A cacophony of collisionous commodes even. Yeah. Who wants that? Nobody. Also, when you go to the movies, I'm curious, and um, I don't know if you and Deb do, do this or not, but do you share a large popcorn? No. Or does Mama each get their own? <laughs> Mama each gets their own. Uh, Is there a reason for that? Uh, well, yeah, well, we, we're not opposed to sharing. No. I think we have shared, but again, so, I, I have pointed out that I eat popcorn pretty... Uh, committedly, you got a healthy app. So I don't know. Yeah, I don't think that. Uh, I don't, maybe Deb doesn't want to share with me. My wife refuses to share popcorn with me because to use her gentle words. What was it again? <laughs> You're a gluttonous pig. Yes, that's what it was. <laughs> yes, with your giant man mitts. Man mitts. Yeah, she says you you do notice that I take a couple of pieces of popcorn at a time and eat them. And you also do notice that you stick your entire paw into the bag <laughs> and then shove it into your mouth and get it all over your clothes. <laughs> to which I always reply, and your point is. <laughs> Thank you for all of the texts and your calls today for normal or new. This is the Morning's Rock podcast from Show 977. That's the fact, Jack. That's the fact, Jack. Indeed. Friends, family, strangers, all will be mildly impressed when you drop this <laughs> knowledge on them that we like to call fun facts. Hey, fun fact, Jay. There's scientific proof that closing your eyes makes it easier to remember accurate details of things you saw. Hmm. I would just advise maybe not applying that while you drive. <laughs> fun fact for you. It's such a shame you can't see what finger I'm holding up. The middle finger <laughs> has been an obscene gesture for around 2,500 years. Oh. Ancient Greeks developed it as a phallic gesture, although at the same time it was more of a joke an insult or a sexual proposition than the aggressive, offensive F.U. tone that it has today. Aw, that's nice. That's sweet. Hey, fun fact, speaking of fingers, about 10 to 12% of the population of the world is left-handed. Huh? What percentage? 10 to 12. Huh. Huh. That's the 10 to 12% that the nuns couldn't beat it out of. Right, exactly. <laughs> fun fact, the first cereal that offered kids a prize... Kellogg's Corn Flakes in 1909. Wow. If you bought two boxes, you could send away for a book called Funny Jungle Land Moving Pictures. Mm. It's a sexy title. Wow. Hey, uh, fun fact. The Caesar salad comes from Tijuana, Mexico, named for the Italian chef Caesar Cardini, who invented it. 
fun fact. Yeah. At least 12 dogs were aboard the Titanic. Three survived. Two mm-hmm. Pomeranians and a Pekingese. Right. They were all staying, why they survived, in first class cabins. Wow. Yeah. Hey, uh, fun fact. Female kangaroos have three vaginas. What? Can you imagine how much the male kangaroos don't want to talk about those, Jay? <laughs> I just feel bad for male kangaroos that can't find it three times. <laughs> Where did I put that vagina? It's like a man in a boat. Finally, <laughs> last fun fact of the day. Jimi Hendrix got paid 18000 bucks for playing Woodstock. That, by the way, was the most anybody got. Fun fact, bonus cut. A band called Quill got the least. Whoa. 375 bucks. Double fun fact bonus cut. That band was the inspiration for this Guardians of the Galaxy character. You know what? There's another name you might know me by. Star-Lord. Who? Star-Lord, man. Legendary outlaw. Guys. Peter Quill. Ah, cool. That's a lie. (laughs) I made that up. That's the fact, Jack! That's the fact, Jack! It's a Would You Rather Wednesday on Mornings Rock with Jay, Sharon, and Chantal. Some deep thoughts from the shallow end of the pool. You and I need to make an executive decision in a second because okay. it's, a, it's a brand new year. And if this is going to continue, we need to decide once and for all if this is allowed or if there's none of them. Your Would You Rather Wednesday question today. Okay. Let's try and bring a little sunshine into our lives. <laughs> today, would you rather be in jail for five years? Or would you rather be in a coma for a decade? And the very first text. <laughs> uh, can it be a Martha Stewart kind of jail? Or like Kingston Penn? Hmm. I've done the Kingston Penn tour. Fun bunch of people. Uh, that's from Pat and Dorval. Are we going to have caveats this year? Is this going to be a thing? I, I, I think to a certain degree I'm okay with them if they add to as opposed to take away from. This is sort of a new J just by virtue of the fact that you said you are okay with caveats. There you go. But... Like I said, as long as it keeps the focus on what's at hand and doesn't, mm-hmm. like, take away from it. You're still in jail, Pat. Exactly. Still in jail. Yeah. And you know what? I'm kind of surprised, Pat, you didn't mention conjugals. That's where I would have went. <laughs> From Martin, and I'm surprised at this because I honestly think that I think that everybody's going to pick coma. But maybe it's just me. Martin says, I would rather be in jail for five years. I don't like to sleep alone. Aw. Oh, That's sweet. Yeah. Steve said he'd uh, definitely pick the coma because I'd be well-rested, he writes. Was I being paid the whole time? If so, I'd be sitting on a mountain of cash. Bonus. Oh. There's a nice caveat. Yeah. I like okay. that. I got a bit of FOMO, actually, the fear of missing out. And I think if I was oh. in jail, I'd be like, oh, you're going out. Mm-hmm. Or, oh, you're going to that party or, oh, whatever. Yeah. You wouldn't know any of that stuff if you were in a coma. So I'm still on the fence. I haven't decided which I would rather. I got to go with coma because there's two reasons I wouldn't last a second in jail. <laughs> um, first and foremost, my mouth. Right. And secondly, I'm just, I'm way too pretty. <laughs> I just, you know what I mean? I don't know. I just, I wouldn't want to, I'm sure there's, you know, people that, that, that excel at that in prison. I just don't think, I just, I wouldn't want to put, make anybody uncomfortable. <laughs> just got choked up. I mean, look, he's just. He's I too mean, pretty. And he's in here with no makeup. <laughs> He's barely got a tan. Obviously, he isn't, isn't getting the bald fade haircut that he likes and the, the razor shave. He moisturizes, so his skin is so smooth. But still, Baby e- soft. Easily the prettiest boy in the yard. <laughs> That's what they'd call you, too. 
Hey, pretty boy. Look, he's the prettiest boy in the yard. Get me my lunch. So 11.97.7 for this Would You Rather Wednesday. <laughs> Would you rather be in jail for five years or a coma in a decade? And don't sleep on this. Your $250 Power Hour song is guaranteed before 9 o'clock this morning. It's Learn to Fly from the Foo Fighters. Eh. Just so we're clear. <laughs> Could have been Def Leppard pour some sugar on me, but I digress. <laughs> pretty Boy wanted another song. <laughs> we went with Foo Fighters. Pretty Boy, Pretty Boy, Pretty Boy, Pretty Boy, Pretty Boy. Pretty boy. <laughs> uh, it's a fun Would You Rather Wednesday. So let us know. 11.97.7. Hi, Steve. Hey, good morning, Jay. How you, Sharon? What's going on on this Would You Rather Wednesday, Steve? Would you rather be in jail for five years or in a coma for ten? Uh, you know, contemplating these hard decisions for a Wednesday, but, you know, when you really look at it, uh, in my state right now, I would probably want to do, not that I want to, I'm not saying I'm a big macho man, yeah. but it'll probably best suited for me to do five years in the pen just so I can work on myself oh. and maybe be a little more uh, active, fitness. If I survive, but you know, you always try to keep positive, you know? No, no, no. <laughs> It's hypothetical, of course, um, but interesting. Just the same that, uh, that you know, going to jail would force your fitness. Yeah, that's, uh, <laughs> la- last night I-, I killed a whole box of our Hershey Kisses one after another. <laughs> and uh, I... I look at myself in the mirror and I say, how, how do you keep doing that, you know? You know what? I'm pretty so. sure that Hershey Kisses happened in prison, too. I mean, I haven't read all the lingo. <laughs> oh, okay. Come on! <laughs> Again with the nickname. I'm not going to last. <laughs> you just never know, literally, with the Would You Rather Wednesday question. Sometimes you think they're the most thought out, succinct, and nothing. And sometimes you're like, you want to go to jail for five years or be in a coma for a decade? And boom! You're on it, you Everybody guys. is all over it. As I was mentioning, I wouldn't last a minute because of my big mouth. And I'm so pretty. <laughs> <laughs> Clearly. I mean, you've all seen my nose. Hey, Jay, you would cause a huge lineup at the showers in jail. You're worth seeing. I'm going to choose five years inside. That's from Rocco. Great prison name. And <laughs> you from, can take that name when from you go. Fern. Hey guys, good morning for me. I'll take the coma. I need the rest. I'm tired. Been a tough five years. Got hurt on the job getting there, but that would be no help. That would be help. No. By the way, Jay, if you do go to jail, you'll need protection, pretty boy. <laughs> you'll be put into a coma in there. Better of these two choices. Great text. Thank you for those. Interesting. David wrote uh, muscle atrophy. No thanks. Jail. It is. Can I pick my crime at least? <laughs> <laughs> LOL. Uh, Christina was sort of similar, too. She said, jail, I can still work out, read, and socialize. LOL. <laughs> uh, but Jeff thinks it's a horrible choice that I don't want to make. But since you ask, I have to choose coma. I love that, too. Similar to what you said. People just answer. That's the whole thing. You just got to answer. Jeff says, trying to get a decent job after five years in jail. Jail is always for life, no matter how long your sentence was. Ah, coma for Jeff. I like... Uh- what a terrible idea, being in a coma for 10 years. I would definitely pick jail because I could not possibly miss those 10 important years of my children's lives. Yeah. Followed by a five-year vacation from the wife and kids. <laughs> I can hit the gym whenever I want and spend the day sharpening my spoons. Where do I sign up? That is your Would You Rather Wednesday. Hopefully none of those happen. Yeah. We don't want that. No coma. No jail time. It's how Montreal wakes up. This is the Morning's Rock Podcast with Jay Sharon and Chantel. Show 97.7.
what a week. Woo. Man, it just blew by. As always, it goes that much faster when you guys are part of it. You are pr- appreciated and loved. We leave you with morning's Ooh. random and moments, but first. Yeah. Oh. <gasps> Bye. Bye. Got a bad case of the Mondays. We don't. We're always excited to be here. Yeah. Yeah. Lies. Here's some stuff you may have missed. The best and worst of the week that was completely out of context. It's Mornings Random. I don't have a segue out of dead dogs. Let's just jump right in. And to another woman who likes to be double-fisted. That's awful. Something from the pubic family. What are you doing? I just smell my finger after. That's disgusting. No, it's not. It really is. Listen. In jail, I'd be like, oh, oh, whatever. Yeah. Uh, I'm way too pretty. <laughs> Easily the prettiest boy in the yard. Listen in here, team. Ghost Lager. Ghost blah, blah. <laughs> I like the Ghost Lager. You can keep your mornings rocking. Follow Shom, Jay, Sharon, and Chantal on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram to keep the conversation rolling all day long. I love gold.